The following program is rated ML for mature listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Previously on Delicate City. <laughs> Fuck. There's blood everywhere. Fuck. 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 Blake. Fuck. Blake. Dude. How are you still alive? He shot you three times in the chest. Shit. Let me help you up. It's not my blood. Someone saved me. Wait. What? Who saved you then? There, there's, there's no one here. I don't see any... Guys. Help me. Well... What the fuck just happened? Apparently, Marcus kidnaps people, shoots others, and then runs away from his life. Oh, did you remember that main cop is still alive and kicking? But not so much for Marcus's daughter. Ready to get back into it? Marcus's daughter is laying on the ground, pool of blood surrounding her. Detective Norman is holding his hand over the wounds. It's going to be alright. Hold on. I can't feel anything. Please help me. Shit. Why did you do that? I needed to protect you. You guys are the key to helping restore the balance. Fuck the balance. You're bleeding everywhere. We need to get you help. He reaches for his cell phone and dials 911. They answer, and he calls a paramedic. You can't call anyone. I don't belong in this timeline. They won't know what to do. He hangs up the phone. She's got a point. We need to take her somewhere safe. I have some medical kits in my storage room. You have a storage room? How did I not know about that? Never mind. Lead the way. Detective Norman picks her up and carries her to the police cruiser. They hop in as main cop drives to a storage room. They arrive minutes later. Quick, lay her down here. He opens up a kit of all medical supplies. Detective Norman looks at him in puzzlement. Do I want to know why you have all this medical equipment in your storage room? I was a doctor before this. What? Seriously? What kind of doctor were you? And why aren't you still a doctor? ER doctor. It's a long story. But it didn't suit me in the end. Shit. You did something bad and now you're a cop? Why would you pass up all that money to be a fucking cop? We don't make shit and we get shot at. I told you, it's a long story. Pass me those tweezers. We need to take the bullets out. I'm a little squeamish, so I don't think I can help you there. Man up, Blake. This little girl has fucking bullets inside her. Pass me the gauze, too. It's about to get ugly. Ugh, hurry up. It really hurts. I'm trying my best here. Blake, are you with me? He's getting pale. Blake! Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you. What do I have to do? Hand over the gauze, needle, and thread when I tell you to. Main cop inserts the tweezers into the little girl, taking out the bullets one by one. She's screaming in pain, and Detective Norman is about to throw up. He passes the gauze to his boss. He stitches her up and pours alcohol on the wound. Thank you. Before he can respond, she falls asleep. Oh, man. That was intense. I haven't done something like that in a while. I was about to puke. I can't believe this is something you used to do. Yikes. I'm not all that bad, you know? Never said you were. (laughs) I know you and Mia hate me. Again, I I never said that. What do we do now? We have to stay here with her. I need to find Mia. I can't just sit here not doing a fucking thing. I can't lose her, especially to that psycho. Yeah. He's definitely lost it. So, you and Mia, huh? I mean, sure, I guess. I can't talk to you about that. It would be a violation of the contract that I I don't think I actually ever signed. Please, after all the shit that's happening, I'm glad that you two can rely on each other. She's great. She really is. 
God, I'm going to regret this, but I love her. Never regret things unless you really do regret it. Little girl starts to wake up. What'd I miss? Nothing much. Just we have to figure out how to get Mia back. Yes, my dad is not a nice person. He will kill her. No, that can never happen. We need to make a move now and find her. To save the love of your life. Let's go. He smiles and they walk out of the storage room and into the cruiser. To where they are headed, no one really knows. Meanwhile, Mr. Everyone, counterpart Nathaniel and Mia are walking off the train that is no longer in service. How epic was that fucking escape? You can't make this shit up. You fucking psycho. Let me go. And why the fuck would I do that? Please, you don't think that Blake's gonna come after you? It's what I'm counting on. Why, so you can just fuck him up? You already know everything and have everything. What else do you want? What else do I want? I want everything, Mia, to rule this universe and make it my own. Melee Town might have been the starting point, but this is the end game. I'm going to destroy this town and rebuild it into my own little fantasy land. Wow, you really are dumb. Why don't you just go back to Melee Town and create another world there? Why does it have to be here? Actually, Marcus, she does bring up a good point. We should just go back and restart there. Fuck that. Fuck that. I thought you were the smart one. Oh, I am the smart one, duh. If it wasn't for me, you wouldn't know what to do. Hey, take that back. If it wasn't for me, you wouldn't be in my head. How the fuck can I get out of this? I'm working on that, bro. I'm working on that. I want you out of my life forever. I can't fucking stand listening to you anymore. Yeah, you think I enjoy being inside your head? Fuck that. Guys, it has its perks at times. Fuck you guys. Talking to your other selves again? Ugh, lame. Fuck you, Mia. He slaps her in the face. She holds her face to ease the pain. What's your grand plan then, Mr. Everyone? It's Marcus now. So let's see. You're here to please me in every way, and then once Blake appears, I'll kill him right in front of you so you can watch the love of your life fade from this existence. I don't love him. Ha! Please, girl. I'm not that vain. He's head over heels for you, and so are you. That's something I can work with here. Oh, man, this is epic. I can't wait to see the look on Mia's face when this all goes down. Make shit happen, Marcus. Don't worry, man. It's all going down. Now I just need a way to lure him into my lair. Why don't you just have Mia call him, see? Smart thinking. Not smart, asshole. Blake will know it's a trap if she calls him, so no. Why don't you just let her go? Tap her phone or something. Hmm. That's actually not a bad idea. Let me think about it. He's not an idiot. He's going to figure out what's happening. It'll work, Mia. He is so in love with you that it won't even cross his mind that we set you free and are tracking you. He will figure it out. You won't get away with it. Plus, what makes you think I won't say anything to him? Again, another great point she brings up. Fuck. Well then, genius. What do you propose we do then? I'm thinking. Well? I've got nothing. I say we just dump her on the side of the road and use that as bait. Just don't tell her anything. Good thinking, dude. See, I knew I could count on you. Let's do this. What exactly are you doing? You'll see. He picks her up, leaving a bruise on her arm. He places something inside her arm, zaps her, and then throws her out of the car. They watch as she rolls down the side of the road, passed out. Meanwhile, main cop Detective Norman and little girl are back in the cruiser, headed towards what seems like the middle of nowhere. In fact, they are headed towards Mr. Everyone's cabin in the woods, or what's left of it. Take a right here. Then what? It would be so much easier if you just let me pull up the GPS instead of the old-fashioned map. Guys, step on it. We can't waste any time. Listen, girl, we are doing our best. 
I want to find Mia as soon as I can. We'll find her, Blake. In the meantime, just focus on driving and nothing else. How the fuck can I focus on anything else when I know she's in the hands of that psycho? He could be torturing her, or even worse. Oh my god, he better not be. Dude, don't ever go there. He's not doing that stuff to her. You didn't hear him at the bar the other night. He would do anything to get laid. What if he's just going to do something to her? I, I just, I, I can't let that happen. I, I, I can't let anything bad ever happen again. I can't lose someone else. Who did you lose before? No one. Right. So we're not sharing now. We're stuck together. You might as well tell me something about you. I mean, I told you I was a doctor. I, I lost someone close to me, and it was my fault. It's why I don't like falling in love anymore. Sorry, dude. Um, make a left here, I think. Fuck, this map sucks. GPS, dude. We're here. How do you know that? Trust me. They arrive at where Mr. Everyone's cabin used to be. They see it's still smoking from burning it to the ground. Well, looks like he went all pyro. Why are we even here? She's not even here! We need to collect a sample. Sample of what? Yeah, what the fuck are we doing here? I just need to get something. Be right back. She vanishes and doesn't come back for a few minutes. Okay, let's go. What? You were gone for like two seconds. I have to go. Are you, are you guys going to be okay without me? Go? Where are you going? What are you doing? Oh, God. Now I feel like I'm being a helicopter parent. Let her do the thing. Whatever she's got to do. I don't care what you do, little girl. Can you just lead me to where you think your psycho dad will be? She vanishes without telling them a word. Well, fuck that. Why do people keep popping in and out of this fucking place? Delicate city, my ass. There's nothing delicate about this place at all. That's what I've been saying from the start. She does suck, though, huh? But at least she saved my ass back there in the warehouse. They start at the car again and drive away from the cabin onto the main road. Detective Isaacs is on the side of the road, slowly waking up. What did I do to deserve this bullshit? All I ever wanted to do was be a good detective and follow my heart. But no, I get stuck working a fucked up case and the main hero goes to the dark side. Anyone out there? Hello? She keeps walking for what seems like hours. If she had a cell phone on her, she'd call someone. But her luck has run out. She starts to tear up. I guess this is what I get for trying to piece things together. Alone, bruised, hurting, and nothing to show for it. I can't even express my true feelings to someone without fucking that up, too. Wow. I'm pathetic. A car pulls up, slowing down and stopping. She wipes the tears from her face. Hey, miss. You okay? You need a ride someplace? Oh, I'm okay, thank you. I normally wouldn't get in the car with some rando. For all I know, you could be a serial killer or something. But... From what I've been through, fuck it. Yes, may I have a ride? Sure thing, miss. Hop in. Where would you like to go? Lazy flower, please. That kind of day, huh? You have no idea. He looks at the bruises on her body and then up to her neck, where there's clearly a handprint around her neck. Maybe you should head to a hospital or something. Oh, no. Thank you, though. I should be fine. He drives her to the lazy flower and wishes her good luck. She walks into the bar, looking around, hoping that maybe she can find someone she knows. But sadly, she doesn't see anyone. She takes in a deep breath, walks outside, and sits on the very same graffiti bench that Detective Norman was sitting on earlier. Blake, where are you? 
Meanwhile, Detective Norman and Main Cop are driving around downtown going nowhere. Main Cop is getting angry. This is bullshit. I can't do this shit anymore. Do what? Pretend that everything is okay. I was fucking kidnapped, punched in the face, fell down a fucking flight of concrete stairs, and then shot at! Hey, at least the love of your life isn't in the hands of some psychotic killer. Plus, if you recall, I got a damn pipe to the face and fell down that same flight of concrete stairs. I probably need some stitches myself, but no, I'm okay though. No need to fucking worry about my health, doc. Fuck you. If you needed stitches, I would have patched you up. I know this is just how I get in certain circumstances. Being a doctor, believe it or not, was a lot easier. Did my thing and then clocked out. Being a captain is just so much harder than I thought. Oh, I'm sorry, but this isn't going to be some pity party, is it? Because I have a bunch of other things to do than sit here and listen to this bullshit. So if you don't mind, I'm going to actually go find the one person who actually respects me. You cool with that? I'm cool. Let's get out of here. Take a right to avoid the lazy flower. I don't want cardboard Linda to cloud my judgment again. Oh, man. I seriously have no comment for that. Fuck it. I'm taking a left then. I literally just said, take a damn right. Well, fuck that. I'm not going to listen to you anymore. So sit your ass down and shut up. Oh, and buckle up, please. Main cop has nothing to say because at this point, nothing really matters. Mr. Everyone is now in the middle of the woods, off the beaten path, talking to himself. Shit. Maybe it wasn't a good idea that we let her go. Fuck! Why did I listen to you? Oh, we should go back and get her. I mean, I did place a tracker on her, but I don't really know how to use it. Idiot. Seriously, why the fuck would you do that and not know how to use it, Marcus? And what would you say to her? Oh, Mia, so sorry for dumping your fine ass on the side of the road, but can you come back with us? <laughs> That's actually hilarious. Fuck, fuck you. Jeez. Tough crowd. What the fuck do I do now? Ugh, I need something. Then think of a way to get me and Blake together in one sitting. That's what you wanted. Yes, of course that's what I want. Those two just have to be together, and that's when I make my move. Kill him. Wait, what? You can't do that. Yes, he can. Okay, seriously. Both of you, shut up! He snaps his fingers and ends up in the middle of the road. Detective Norman sees him and doesn't let up on the gas. Is that... Run his ass over! No shit, Sherlock. Hold on. Give it your best shot, you fucking coward. Go ahead! Hate me! Marcus, don't make me save you again. I've got this. Fuck you, you no-good douche. The car is close to hitting Mr. Everyone when he closes his eyes and vanishes as the car goes through where he was just standing. What the? Did you see that? Obviously. Where the fuck did he go? How the fuck should I know? I'm turning this car around and getting this asshole once and for all. Yes, let's see if he reappears. They turn the car around and look for him. Mr. Everyone is nowhere to be seen. Detective Norman keeps driving. When Mr. Everyone pops up again, this time, Norman slams on the brakes. He gets out of the car and points a gun at Mr. Everyone. Where is she? What did you do to her? Your precious Mia. Tell me, Blake. Would you die for her? Where is she? You didn't answer my fucking question. Yes, I would. Good then. Very good, because that's exactly what's about to happen. The gun flies out of Norman's hands and into Mr. Everyone's. Marcus, we don't do guns, remember? Fuck that. I'm going to kill this pathetic loser and then walk away. And then what? I don't know. Why do you even care? 
I'm just saying. Well, stop making me all confused then. Fuck off. Go ahead, Marcus. Shoot him and see what happens. Stop talking to me. Just stop. Detective Norman takes the opportunity to hop in the car and drive off. Fuck! See, now I can't shoot him. Fuck, fuck, fuck! Back in the car, Detective Norman is huffing and puffing. Main cop looks over at him. Deep breaths. If you tell me to fucking calm down right now, I'm going to beat you to a fucking pulp. They both are silent and drive off. Mr. Everyone snaps his fingers and ends up at the lazy flower and spots Mia. Well, well, well. Look who it is. Oh, fuck. She starts to run away, but he grabs her by the hair and throws her to the ground. We're going to have some fun tonight. Detective Norman gets fed up, slams on the brakes, and pulls a U-turn to head back to the other direction. The direction of the lazy flower. In just seconds, they pull up and see Mr. Everyone pulling a woman by her hair. Main cop and Detective Norman get out of the car rapidly. Marcus, let that woman go! We hear Mia scream. Mia? Shit! He runs towards her, but all of a sudden can't move his body. You thought it was going to be that easy? Think again! He's about to snap his fingers and disappear, when Detective Norman gets free of Mr. Everyone's hold, runs towards him, and grabs a hold of Mia's hand. All three of them portal out of the lazy flower. Uh, Why do I always get left behind? What the fuck? Mr. Everyone portals in the middle of the woods. Hitching a ride, I see, Blake. Well, you can't save your precious love now. Mr. Everyone closes his eyes, creating a wind effect that flings both Mia and Blake towards a nearby tree. They crash hard, and you hear them scream. Blake, are you okay? I think my leg's broken. Are you okay? No, I'm not okay. I kept thinking that this was it, that I would never see you again, never spend time with you or anything. Never, never get to kiss you again. Never do anything. It's all my fault, and I'm so sorry for everything. Stop being sorry, Mia. None of this is your fault. You can't control who someone turns out to be. Just stop blaming yourself. You can't do that anymore. I fucking love you, and I don't care if you don't feel the same way. I'm never losing you ever again, and I will do anything to save you. You get that? I get that. I I really can't tell you enough how much you mean to me. You coming into my life when I didn't know I needed someone like that. You make me happy and a better person. Before Blake can answer, Mr. Everyone pukes. See that? It's legit puke. You guys are the worst. It's like watching a rom-com here. Literally the worst genre imaginable. Hey, a good rom-com isn't bad these days. The point is that you two lovey-doveys aren't going to be that ever. You see, the plan is to send one of you to another universe and the other to just kill off. Now I just have to figure out which one's which. He starts to create a portal behind him. It gets very windy. The portal moves faster and faster. Detective Norman and Isaacs hold on to the nearest tree branch, not to be sucked in. Hold on, Mia! No one's going anywhere! I need to say something to you! Right now? (laughs) You sound like me right now! Oh god, I better not sound like you! (laughs) Just tell me before it's too late! If we ever survive this... She can't finish a sentence because the portal closes and she quickly looks for Blake. He's nowhere to be seen. Fuck! Blake! Shit! I'm here! What the fuck just happened? They look up at Mr. Everyone. There's a large knife in his side. He drops to the ground and looks up. You fucking asshole. You planned this all along. You'll pay for this. I swear on my lives. He passes out. Oh, didn't think that was going to work. We make a great team. High five? Sure. Why not? What the fuck is going on here? She saved the day. Again. Portaled me straight to you guys after you ditched me. 
We didn't ditch you. Just every man for himself. So I took the chance. Guys, I... I don't feel so good. She passes out. Detective Norman comes running to her aid. Main cop takes a look at her. We need to get her to the hospital, and fast. She might be bleeding internally. Blake picks her up and takes the little girl's hands. She portals them to the nearest hospital. Left in the middle of the woods is Mr. Everyone's unconscious body with a knife still in his side. He slowly wakes up, pulling the knife out. Fuck! That kills! Oh, I should have seen that coming! Dude, you are clouding my judgment here. Counterpart, what do we do now? Huh? No answer? Hello? Asshole! I'm talking to you! Where'd you go? I'm, I'm right here, Marcus. Good. I thought I lost you for a moment. Marcus, no, turn around. I'm literally right here. Mr. Everyone turns around and looks at Counterpart who is no longer attached to Mr. Everyone. Oh, fuck. To be continued.